Yeah, you never know, man. You can take him from American American boy to cowboy bebop, and then doom 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 remix. Just remix it. Bonkai Senbon Sakura Kage Yoshi. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your attacking spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. How do you like my uh, vocal string re- rendition, you know, of Neon Genesis Evangelion opening, which I believe it's Zankuna Tensho no Tezi. I think I'm saying that wrong, but how do you like that solo? You know, that, 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 was, that was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. So that's, that's okay. You know, I was, <laughs> I was expecting far worse. <laughs> it's oh, good that's, with me. That's, that's, it's good that's, with me. That's actually quite me. nice. That's me. actually quite nice by solo. That was good to me. That, that was yeah, it's fine. I don't we know. We should what have you're given you a do. round of applause. So, that that deserves okay. it. Yes, that and welcome it. back. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Our guest is applauding. I'm about to introduce her. Yes, and welcome back to another episode of Super Anime Podcast. Jay Z once famously said, "I can see, I can't see it coming down my eyes, but I've got to make the song cry." And you know, this is a great tune. And check it out. And speaking of tunes, we have an amazing special guest who is always on song and in tune, unlike Solo. I mean, you've heard him trying to sing in our best anime opening and ending episodes. Um, if you have not, I will link in the show notes. It was an oral experience and we have a guest who knows all about producing and providing amazing oral experiences in her own words with a string instrument. Anything is possible. We want to show that casual musicians can play any genre of music by recreating their iconic songs from our childhood for strings. Sheehan House Ensemble are international performing in LA as well as the UK where you can hear them, sorry, where you can hire them to add a touch of class for weddings, corporate functions and private parties. And I no doubt know she will be adding a touch of class to this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentle weebs, or all our super lights. She's the leader and founder of the City String Ensemble. Welcome to the show, the incredibly talented and gifted. None of this intro was scripted. Sophie. Okay, that was not a G, but you know, I'll try it. <laughs> I tried. Well, that's, that's like so the best bad. intro ever. <laughs> I tried to do it in a G, but you know, it wasn't that good. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love Solo's interaction there. Uh, but uh, no worries. Uh, as 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 Solo mentioned, Sophie, I'm quite known for uh, giving guests um, some memorable intros. So that was your memorable intro. So no, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining, um, ladies and gentlemen, or ladies and gentlemen, weebs, if you're not aware. This is Sophie, founder of City String Ensemble. And now before we get into the show, Sophie, I do have a story to tell, as I mentioned before um, we okay. came on. So um, as our listeners um, know, we went to um, your show where it was amazing. The decoration, the setting, the church, the candles, chef's kiss, amazing stuff. And, you know, it was about halfway through and I saw Solo rubbing his eyes. And then I said, Solo, you're right. He said, uh, I, I, so, uh, I, have, I have allergies, you know, hay fever. I was like, we're indoors and there's no grass to be seen or anything like that. It's just like, shut up, Ed. 
okay. Uh, no, I was like, okay. It was no, so no, no, moving. It's fine. It's, it, fine. it's okay. Go on. It's fine. I was wait. I was like, what? What are you talking about? How? What happened halfway through? I don't remember this. Okay. <laughs> What's coming? <laughs> yeah. I bring this up because no, it was actually me who had tears. It was actually me who had tears <laughs> in his eyes. I'll be honest. Um, I, <laughs> I think when you when you guys played um, One Piece, we are. I just think it got me. So um, oh wow, it was amazing. But I think the first question I want. Yeah, no worries. Um, I think the first question I wanted to ask was, um, why strings? Why did you pick up the, um, that as an instrument? Um, given that it's such an emotive, for me, the probably the most emotive instrument, why did you decide or why, what made you like veer towards string as opposed to another instrument? That's a good question. Um, I ask myself the same thing sometimes because it's, it's hard. It's hard. Um, yeah, with the violin and stuff, for me personally, I'm not sure about the others in the ensemble, but I kind of uh, was just sort of given an instrument to play. So I'm lucky because where I grew up in London, just sort of round the corner was, um, well, really close, was the Royal Academy of Music. And so this is one of the places where you go to mm. like, you know, university level and you study, right? To, um, you know, to be a violinist or whatever instrument you're studying um, in music. And they always do these, they have like on Saturdays, like junior departments. Um, so there's not just like the university level, there's like the younger ones that go in on Saturdays and like in the mornings even, there's even for like young, like really young kids. And like, I don't know, from the age of three or four or something, I was going there for like, they had like a, it was called First Strings Experience with two ladies, one called Wendy Max okay. and Cecily Mendelssohn, really nice ladies. And they're well known for being like string teachers. And uh, I think just literally because we mm. lived quite close, my mum was like, oh, my mum was interested in music. She learned the piano when she was young. So she was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take my, I've got an older brother. So he learned violin before me, um, but he's not a professional musician. Um, but yeah, so I'll take Sophie along to these classes on Saturday mornings. And it's all about like learning music and singing, clapping and stuff. And then when you turn six or seven, it was just for string instruments. Like that's all it was. So there weren't any other instruments that were possible in this particular class. So you had the cello, you had mm. the viola, which is like a bigger violin, and then the violin. And basically there was a day, I remember this, where they had all the instruments sort of out on tables and then you were old enough to sort of be able to start physically learning. And uh, I remember, this is quite a funny story. They were like, um, you know, they kind of told you what instrument to kind of pick up and what they thought you'd be good at. So they basically told all like the naughty kids, <laughs> well, the people like, naughty that who wouldn't like focus i guess i don't know if that's the same thing but they would do the cello and then like the more sort of focused people like me uh onto the violin and so that's i didn't have a choice in that way but obviously i liked it otherwise you know i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing it still um so that's my story that's mm. why and also how yeah nice thank oh, you fair thank enough, you for sharing fair enough. Uh, solo would definitely be in the naughty kids you know I was a us, good kid. Us, uh, I was a fantastically <laughs> well-behaved child. I, I, everything was just, was just. I was, I was angelic. Some may say, you know. It was, oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Do as Solo does. <laughs> so, Sophie, um, thanks very much again for um, breaking down in terms of why I chose the strings. I think, I, again, like I mentioned, it's such an emotive piece of instru um, instrument. I grew up playing the keyboard um, and singing, as you bad, as you heard badly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay I'm not okay that's bad. all I know but you know um, <laughs> yeah, you're not that bad you're not that bad you're and that bad. Uh, but one thing we like to ask our guests um, um, initially is tell us an interesting fact about you and for you specifically non-musical okay um, non-musical it's, it's quite easy because I'm a bit like not, I was going to say I'm a bit crazy but yeah um, if you know me more <laughs> you know I, it's true um, so I've been on like some TV game shows which is that's a bit oh. different isn't it like that's not that's nothing to do with music yeah, yeah so definitely go. which ones I want to know Wow. Um, so, yeah, I've been on Bargain Hunt, which is probably the best one. I mean, it is the best one I've been on um, oh, with a friend. Why? Yeah, yes. I like Bargain yeah. Hunt. Okay. It was really fun. I have the fleece. Um, we were on the red team. So I, I went with one of my flatmates. So this is when I was a student. So I probably did it maybe to eight to ten years ago now. I think it was a long time ago. Um, but that was amazing. That was a really fun experience. And um, sadly, we didn't win. But I'm going to put it down to the, uh, you know, you have like the all expert person that helps you to pick things that are supposed to make money. And I, I'll put it down to him. Um, but yeah. And then the other two game shows, um, 
they were kind of a bit more like quiz orientated with like a game in, like so this, there was one called the edge and it sort of it was brand new and it didn't get recommissioned because it wasn't very good um and yeah so you sort of answer your general knowledge questions and then you had to like roll a ball and like it, it you had to get it as far as possible on on the sort of on the floor but then it couldn't go over the edge mm. and that was the whole point and um i got nervous <laughs> when i had to when i had to bowl my ball um i got nervous and i sort of I did it really like a tiny little roll and I lost basically. So that's, that's okay. But they were fun experiences. Um, and then the final <laughs> one is really crazy. Like it, it's crazy that I did that. So it's, you know, total wipeout. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. I love like, that show. So it yeah. wasn't that, but it was something really similar and just as bad, like just as crazy. Um, it was called Can't Touch This and it was filmed in Belfast in like a... <laughs> an old i mean like the kind of warehouse where they built the titanic and it was freezing in there there was no oh, audience wow. and wow. it was just the, ma the the craziest assault course and um yeah i basically died doing that it, it was kind of it was really <laughs> funny they, they uh it was on tv and they kind of you know they make a story out of like you and like what you do and they pit me because obviously i'm a classical yeah, musician yeah. so they they ran with that theme and then I think there was a, a guy there who was like into rock music. So they sort of pit us against each other when they showed our, our goes on the TV. And um, yeah, classical, it was like, yeah, it was like that. Exactly. And then they showed, I mean, it was so, I mean, I don't know how I did it, but they showed a lot of uh, action replays, like slow motion of me falling and hurting myself. And it was one of those, you know, <laughs> it was one of those. Never again. Like, but I, I mean, I enjoyed the fact that I did oh, That's awesome. Uh, and that's the no, last no, one I've done. Awesome. I would love stuff like that. It was crazy. I, you know, it wasn't recommissioned because I swear the only that was the first round and it was so difficult. And this is before I'd got into working out and going to the gym, <laughs> which I have done since, probably because of that. Um, but like, it was only. <laughs> It's seriously, it was only very like strong men that got through the first round. Like, I'm not joking. There was an ex-Olympic athlete, firefighter, you know, these kinds of men that could wow. do it. And it was a brand new show. And I think they yeah. didn't realize how hard it was. So, but anyway, I tried my best. So yeah, that's, that's my non-musical crazy thing that I've done. There you go. That is awesome. That is honestly awesome. I mean, like you said, try your best, do your best, forget the rest as it were. Um, now yeah. you've like you were what's it called you were you were hanging on you know those ones where you have to hang on you don't fall in the water now you're just doing chin ups like for days like <laughs> I'm not gonna yes. make sure I'm not gonna fall in the water no more um, working out in the gym but no that's actually awesome um, I think in terms of like shows I I'm fond of and game shows like Takeshi's Castle sounds it sounds like yes. similar, similar to that yeah, um, like I love Takeshi's like, Castle so funny man. That yeah, it's so, so dangerous, good. but so funny. Like, it's Carson's exactly good. like that kind of thing. Yeah, it yeah. was dangerous, wasn't it? Especially the cannonball one on the bridge, and they'll just be yeah. shooting there. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, one that was actually dangerous. Do you know which one? Sorry, sorry yeah. to get you off there, Sophie. The one that was I found that was really dangerous for me on Takeshi's Castle was the um the one where you had to jump. You had to basically there was lots of um like stones in the on the river, and basically our contestants oh, yeah. had to like and kind of step on the stones but each stone might be just like a fake stone and be a float and you obviously can fall in the water i always find that one so difficult because if you if you sorry if you slipped you're you're going face first into like mm. a solid solid rock or something so i found that yeah one they look like, like they're proper that was, they're proper stones i think yeah i remember that yeah that horrible. yeah exactly yeah yeah that yeah dangerous. yeah yeah it was funny so, to watch that. Well, <laughs> if you ask me to do it, I'm still doing it. I'm 100% I'm doing Takeshi's I'm, yeah. I'm doing Takeshi's Castle. 100%. I want to do that bridge one. Yeah, 100%. I'd give it a go. I think I'd, I'd give it a go. <laughs> no, but thank you so much. That that That's actually a really um, nice fun fact. Okay, so we, I mentioned the beginning in my uh, intro, but how did you come up with the name City String Ensemble? And can you just give our audience a quick background of how you were formed? Yeah, so um, so basically, fast forward. So I started learning the violin at seven, six or seven, um, and then fast mm -hmm. forward to sort of actually taking it further and um, going to like uh, music college or university to really study violin performance. So that's what our degree would be in. And um, yep. so I met my I met the rest of the gang there at the Guildhall School of Music and Drama, which is kind of it's in London, like right by the Barbican Centre. So it's in the city of London. And um, that was kind yeah, of like yeah. our musical home. 
So the city of London is like, you know, the, it's like the finance center of London, isn't it? It's like that square mile. And then they used to actually send us out yeah, to work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so it's like really, really busy during the week. <clears throat> Pardon me, sorry. It's really busy during the week there. And then at the weekend, it's like dead. Um, so it's a really interesting place. But um, yeah, so when we were studying at the Guildhall, they would actually, we were a quartet, a string quartet that they would send out to, to work, you know, to do like, uh, corporate events or I don't know even weddings sometimes and so yeah. we got paid work while we were studying which was amazing and um, so as mm. we started to do more of that work it was kind of like well we should give ourselves a name and then I think it was just after I'd finished studying there I, I was there for five years so that was like a four-year undergrad and a one-year postgrad I did um, and so yeah just as we were finishing I was like well I can create my own group and then start start making this as a business for ourselves and then we can obviously get wedding bookings event bookings and you know build it and so yeah I, I had to think of a name and I thought well City of London is our home so the City String Ensemble um, was born and it's kind of ensemble rather than quartet because lots of string quartets have names like the something quartet string quartet um, I left it as ensemble just to make it a little bit more open to I don't know, like if we were playing as like a bigger ensemble or a smaller ensemble, then it's kind of like it, it's the name that fits all, you know, it's a bit that more flexibility. Exactly, exactly. So that's us, City String Ensemble. Thanks very much. I guess, like you mentioned, you know, it also allows, you know, someone like Solo who's been practicing to perhaps Here join the group one day. We <laughs> I always, I always try and mock him. <laughs> I always try and mock him, but no, no, that's 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 fair to hear. And thank you so much for again um, breaking that down. So, in t I know um, the reason why you're here. You got you have an anime EP out. Um, we do called Best of Anime, and I've heard it. Um, listened to it twice over at work. Amazing, um, and that's why essentially I started that rendition um, in the beginning because that's one of the songs on the EP, um, the mm -hmm. Neon Evangelion um, song. So I guess my first question here is, how did you go from classical to contemporary pop to anime? You know, what brings you to the, and your, and your ensemble to the, to the world of anime as it were? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good question. And um, as you mentioned as well, so like this is our third EP. So Best of Anime is, yeah, the, the third EP that we've recorded and released and, um, the two before that were sort of, yeah, like pop covers. Um, so a bit like mm. mu a music that you'd hear in Bridgerton, basically. I mean, it's just by accident that this has all happened at the same time. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it would be awesome to get one of our tracks in in a TV show. I mean, that's the dream, isn't it, really? But um, yeah, I guess, um, I mean, yeah, just just between us, we we always have loved playing pop covers so if we're playing for a corporate event or a wedding or something there's the way it's been going just in the last I don't know like even like eight years or as long as we've been playing at weddings people have really wanted pop covers to be played by strings it's always been popular and it's just got more and more and more popular as the years have gone by um, so it's kind of crazy because we're very rarely asked to play classical music anymore. I mean, I, we love it and we can do it, obviously. Oh, it's, wow. it's it's our training and it's it's our like our roots and like our first love. But yeah, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, how did we how do we get to anime? I mean, so we just have just started to make a name for ourselves as being really really good at playing pop covers, and I think we just love it and it's refreshing for us to play songs that we'd actually listen to. You know, I I, I actually really mm. I never listen to classical music anymore. Um, and it's oh, it's wow, kind of really yeah, and I think um, people would be surprised with classical musicians, especially like in this day and age, because um, all my friends that I know, string players, I don't know anyone that really listens to classical music all the time. Like we, people just love all kinds of music, and um, we just happen to play an instrument like the violin or the cello. So it's kind of like blending your loves for music. Um, I'm a big fan of like the you know top forty, like the chart hits and stuff. Um, and so oh, yeah, yeah. Like playing, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, and and it, as as much as that's that's kind of like yeah just the general music isn't it that you'd hear on the radio i love it i love a lot of it or most of it um so yeah just started to play those really well and get a name for ourselves and then yeah when the lockdown it's really thanks to the whole covid thing really we made a good 
we took we took our opportunity i guess and um yeah it was kind of just coming out of lockdown and we decided to create our first ep which was recorded in my house and um it was pop covers you know like destiny's child and shakira justin timberlake Mm. you know just literally music we grew up listening to and loved and um so we thought we'd do that and just had no expectations whatsoever and then i think when you're a string ensemble and you're classical musicians and you've got music that's released and out there it's kind of it's a great thing people don't expect it so i think we just built on our success of that did a second dp which was last year um and there's more pop covers on that some really cool ones like amy winehouse and um my favorite is american boy which is estelle featuring kanye west yeah i heard that You've got the rap and everything. And um, yeah, that's my favorite song um, from that EP. And, uh, you know, just songs like that, again, that we grew up listening to because that EP is called Throwback to the Millennium. And literally those songs like from in the 2000s is when we were at school and that's what we were listening to. So that's kind of our our ode to that time. Hmm. Um, and then I think that's the EP that got us noticed um, by Fever UK, which is the company that puts on these candlelight concerts where you guys came and saw us. And um, yeah, they oh, just yeah, got cool. in touch okay. out of the blue last year and were like, do you want to do some candlelight concerts? And I'd never really heard of them. I think I'd seen them happening a little bit like the year before, um, but then COVID hit. So then obviously things went quiet. But uh, yeah, I feel so blessed and like I'm so grateful to have been asked because it's changed our direction and, and musical life, I guess. So um, the very first Candlelight concert we were asked to perform was Best of Anime. And we were like, oh, anime. Like we've obviously, mm-hmm. we'd all heard of anime and, and like the programs and stuff, but mm. we, we weren't sort of, fans in particular and um not that we wouldn't be if it's just that we weren't exposed to it if you like we hadn't really like got in like sure do you know what i mean yeah so um yeah so then we were just given this whole list of music to perform and it's 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 the concert that you guys came and watched so you've got all sorts in there you've got yeah from one piece evangelion attack on titan all the big ones and it's it was best of anime that was the name of the concert and um it was one of the best concerts of my life. I, I promise you that first ever one, we felt like rock stars because we weren't used to that reception. You know? <laughs> like, anime I think fans. we came to your first one, actually. Yeah. Do you think? think? That was was think it in May? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I think, was it, because I think you mentioned like this was your, you, this was your first performance out of lockdown. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, wow. At the yes, church. Right, yeah, you right. did. That's incredible. Yeah, well, you were yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. We, um, yeah, me yeah, personally, yeah, yeah. It was like, I will never forget that concert. It felt like being a rock star. But it's funny because when I say that to to the rest of the, the ensemble, they're like, no, because like the next month or something, there was a crazy anime concert in the same venue in Grand Junction. And it was like, it was the energy mm. was so crazy. I must have known it was going to happen because I took my phone on stage and even ended up doing like a like a selfie with the audience, like a video. It, it, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, there were some audience people there that were like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> proper fans and it was it was a it was a really good one but for me the first one that you guys were at was like special because it was the first experience of like true Mm. fans loving what they're hearing and connecting to something that maybe i don't know took their sort of breath away or brought tears to their eyes like you said because they hadn't experienced that before yeah Yeah. it was was actually amazing um Sorry, go on, Sola. Sorry, sorry, sorry to jump in there. So I think there's some, there's a couple of things, and thank you for sharing that. I think there's there's something special around seeing or or hearing and experiencing actually live music. There's just something in there. I don't know. I mm. I I'm sure people better than I can 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 explain what it is, what that might be linked to. But I think there's just something so powerful about experiencing music live um that's with other people who appreciate that that's just is so i mean i really enjoyed it like i've never that was my first experience of of love kind of like a like a quartet or an, i don't want to say orchestra yeah, but you know yeah. what i'm saying that like kind of string string music being played live i've, ne- I've never because i've never been i've never similar to yourself i'm well similar to where you described anime i've never i didn't grow up being exposed to that type of um this type of performances so for sure. me i find that really interesting so that was my first time kind of experiencing something that is that difference between, and I said after before we start recording that I've actually started dabbling in, in other classical music and that type of those performances because I think it's just so interesting. So, um, 
I it, I just like I like the merge between the two the two different two different so anime and cla- and kind of classical or string string performances live. I, I like that blend. I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. That is that is so so cool to hear. And I think um, it's because I, mean, I you know I, I've got to write sort of like biographies and stuff for us sometimes and like press releases and sometimes I've I've got to really write something that is true for us and also really explains what we what we do. And and for me personally, and I'm sure the others will will like echo my thoughts on this is that I, I this is why I do it. This is why I do what I do because I think, yeah, like growing up and being a classical musician and going through the training that we have to go through, it's it's really um it's a lot. And it kind of kills your love for just music making because sometimes with classical music and there's a whole there's a whole movement against this now and it's changing. Um, but you know, you've got to be a certain mm. way, perhaps you've got to dress a certain way, you've got to perform a certain way and play things in a certain way. So Solo, you were saying that you'd got into um like the Vivaldi Four Seasons. And that's like a piece of music mm-hmm. that is so <laughs> Yeah, he's he's onto it. He's onto it. So Ed, you you know you gotta catch he's, up with he's, 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 he's showing off. He's showing off. He's showing off. Ed, I sent you the hey, YouTube link. I was listening to it. It's good. I, I, that's oh, not that great. <laughs> it is really good you know why that's particularly good and it's kind of um it's a really good one to sort of get started into classical music with is because it's almost like what we call program music so it's music that is sort of written about something so the four seasons so you're hearing music that depicts spring summer autumn and winter and then you can actually oh. relate to what you're hearing like oh those are raindrops on the floor and um you might want to look up just some more information about it because there's like a whole Vivaldi, so the composer, no actually idea. wrote like not a poem. No, it's not poems, but he wrote some stuff that goes with it. Like it's kind of a description of what he's written. And I think once you know more, <sighs> you'll you'll listen in a different way, even. And I think with classical music, um, sometimes it's misunderstood because there is meaning behind what's written. And once you know that, you can engage even more. And it's just knowing. It's just like a lack of knowledge, I think, that that might put people off. But it really means a lot that, you know, that I think that's what I was trying to say is that the fact that we can inspire, let's say, through all the anime stuff, like anime fans who love anime. And then when they hear us play like their favorite anime opening song or something on strings... And I know there's a lot of young anime fans, especially. So if we inspire someone to play an instrument like the violin or cello or something, which would be considered a classical instrument, and they think, wow, look at these people. They're playing mm-hmm. like, I mean, these anime songs are like rock music, like a lot of the time, right? So it's like, it, it might just inspire some younger people into the classical kind of world, um, which is very like fluid now anyway. Cool. But that's that's the main reason from for me anyway, but I'm sure that the others will agree. I'm sure of it. It's. I think the why behind why we the why behind whatever we do is so much is so impactful. Um, because and as it's similar similar to like we Ed and I have spoken about this. I mean, we we haven't had to be classically trained to be be anime fans, <laughs> of course. But mm. well, but we don't. We never want to get to the point where we're just um watching anime. And we've said this in recent podcasts just for the sake of it. We actually want to make sure that we we entertain and at least we provide some value to people uh, and actually the things that we appreciate appreciate we appreciate everybody but so, sometimes the one that get to us is when we're feeling particularly a little bit frustrated or whatever we're doing and then we see a message hey now nah, just just letting you guys know that we really appreciate it and you know i'm going to check out that anime or they give us a recommendation it's that kind of unity that really yeah that, that really gets to us so yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not classical, classically trained, of course, but I appreciate that and I can see the correlation. So based on the actual, um, like you mentioned, getting into anime, I think it's also important to know that, like, you're opening yourself to a wider audience. Um, and I think probably sort of touched upon this in terms of not necessarily glowing up with the classics or maybe not knowing those classical. I guess when you're playing more contemporary pop songs, it's a bit more broader in terms of, people who can either enjoy or relate to it and so on and so forth. Um, so I think that's an, a, a great way, to, I guess, to, in terms of reaching people and also just, you know, playing music, as you mentioned, that you grew up, that you loved. So it's good to see. Is it hard, um, actually, to learn um, music on the fly or is it more so, do you basically, do you hear do you hear it and learn or do you essentially have to um, read the musical sheet notes? How exactly do you learn the certain specific pieces that you um you play 
Yeah. So again, because of our classical training, it would be a bit different if we were, let's say, jazz musicians who sort of they grow up with a different way of learning their instrument and music as like as a whole. So they're much more uh, musicians who learn by ear. So that's without having to read sheet music and, and things. But as being classically trained the way that we do it and, it, you know, there's obviously pros and cons to both. And the best would be to be able to do both, which some people can do really well, which is just like genius level. And, you know, we aspire to these levels of, of being. But um, for us, yeah, we we uh, let's take these anime songs. So, I mean, the EP is called Best of Anime. But of course, there are like hundreds and thousands of anime songs right um so even out of the program of music we were performing in the best of anime concerts we actually only took two songs that we performed in the concerts because we wanted to offer something a bit different um and a bit new so that the people that had seen us perform before like you guys that you'd experience from this ep something like extra special um so we had to write the music ourselves so that's like well, between me and, and, and a friend of oh, mine, wow. we, we wrote the music and it's kind of listening it, listening to the tracks as you know them, the real songs, and then That's kind so of thinking, okay, mm, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it's a real skill. And I have to say, like, it's not my favorite thing to do. Um, so Pokemon, the Pokemon theme, one of the songs that's on the, uh, on the <laughs> yeah. I, I wrote that arrangement. So it's kind of, you listen to the song and then you find a way to write it for the four of us, the instruments to play it. And um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of a thing that I, it's like a hate love relationship. The Pokemon really challenged me for some reason. I was, I, I struggled to write it. Um, but then once I did, I was like, yes, this is it. <laughs> Um, and it's really fun to perform. So yeah, we do rely on having the sheet music written down and then we, we learn it and we rehearse and then we, we go and either perform or record it. And, um, but that, you know, what I love about us and I think what's different about us when we play is that, um, we're not so classical mm. in the way that most classical musicians will be reading music and they'll play exactly what they see on the paper. And, um, I went mm. and lived in LA for a little while, which is kind of, it was separate to music, but obviously it became musical while I was there. And I learned so much from other string and uh, string players there that they have a different way of playing. They're a bit more commercial, a bit more free, a little bit more jazz influenced. And I, and I learned so much from particular people. Like you're looking at music and you're reading music, but then you can like add bits or like change the way it is. And basically like from a violinist point of view, you're playing the music as if you're singing the song, you know, because sometimes you can't write the music mm. exactly as it's sung because singing is free and writing with like in, yep. in music is like very mathematical. So I think that's the difference between us. <clears throat> pardon me. I think that's the difference between us and other groups is that, you know, we kind of try and make it like alive from the paper. And I think, uh, especially mm. this EP. I think that's one of the best things about it. For us, it's our best EP we've done so far. So we're really happy that the anime music has actually allowed us to, uh, I don't know, just have more fun and and, and take risks. And um, we had a video shoot, actually. This is news. We, we did a video shoot on Tuesday, <laughs> this week, just gone. And we recorded, like, let's say, like mm -hmm. four and a half music videos. So we can't wait to share those with you guys because you'll see us genuinely just having awesome. fun playing this music so yeah and i think that's the main thing right is having fun um taking something that perhaps is there and putting your own twist on it i think like you mentioned that gives you your usp or point of differentiation as it were so no that absolutely makes sense all this talk about um what's it called though um sheet music and listening to write reminds me of gcse music <laughs> when yeah. they would play the song and you're like "Ooh, what instrument is that um, that was difficult actually so that is an, a tremendous and um skill and ability to have i'm surprised though you mentioned pokemon theme and not tank from cowboy bebop because that to me sounds like a difficult arrangement i'm not a musician so <laughs> no it definitely I can't is really say but um <laughs> Yeah. So the how so there are six tracks on this EP and I wrote Yes. It, yeah. Well, basically half of them. So you're right. Tank is like really difficult and I started writing it and then I had to refer to my friend who um he's a he's a jazz musician. He's the most amazing jazz pianist and he also <laughs> writes like for orchestra and stuff like that. So I was like, "Mike, please help me. Please can you write?" <laughs> so he wrote the arrangements for The Day. So My Hero Academia and the crossing field mm. sword art online and tank and especially tank okay, i'd yeah. started it myself and i mean i know i can do it but it would just take me way way longer and i'd probably 
I don't know, I'd probably get a few gray hairs through doing it. It seems to be a bit of a, a bit of a struggle to get it out of me. Um, but yeah, he wrote, he wrote that for us. And um, I don't know how well you know the original song itself, but it's a saxophone playing all these solos, which would have been improvised. And um, our version of the song is a little bit shorter because oh, we've okay. taken out a portion. But yeah, I think we took out like an extended saxophone solo because, you know, it would be very, very long otherwise for us. But um, yeah, he he wrote us some different solos and stuff. So it was our job to sort of look at that, which looked really difficult to play and it is really difficult to play. And we kind of made it work when we recorded. And uh, yeah, it's a super fun one, but very difficult to play actually. That's probably the hardest one out of the six to play. Oh, interesting. Mm, okay. And just for listeners, just so, um, by please go, it will be in the show notes. Go, go and listen to this. Um, Sophie doesn't under exaggerate when she says the best one. It's an absolutely amazing, amazing EP. Um, as I mentioned, listen twice over. I'll listen to it again as part of my playlist now. So you've got Crossing Fields, Sort Out Online. Then you've got The Day, uh, My Hero Academia. Then you've got Pokemon theme song. Then you've got the Bad Humming I did at the beginning, A Cruel Angel's Thesis by Neon Genesis and Evangelion. Then you've got Tank from the anime Cowboy Bebop. And then it's um, Gurenji from Demon Slayer, Kimitsu. No Yaba. So those are the six. Um, and I guess the question is, why these six? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, so yeah, like I said, two <laughs> of them two of them were from the the concert, the candlelight concert that we performed. And um mm -hmm. so that was Demon Slayer and the Evangelion. <clears throat> but what we performed in the concerts mm -hmm. were kind of shortened versions. I mean, they probably were just literally the openings that you'd hear of the anime. So a minute and a half, maybe long. But we did, we obviously recorded the whole entire songs. Um, and I, I would say probably, I mean, look, we love every single um, song that we perform in the Best of Anime concerts. I mean, like I said, there's some massive names there that we haven't recorded yet. So Attack on Titan, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and more and it's kind of like well for some reason just as a quartet performing the event evangelion song a cruel angel's thesis which is the best name ever by the way um and then demon slayer the opening um <laughs> they're just super fun to play for some reason and um yeah so i thought well out of my choice those had to be in and i know that the others love them as well especially evangelion um but yeah and then the other four it was kind of just um yeah, it was kind of just looking up what are the really, really most loved, most popular anime openings of all time. And, you know, I did as much research as I could. I also asked some people who were anime fans that that sort of they said what their favorite ones are. And so, yeah, we came up with um, mm. Sword Art Online, obviously, from I think from season one um, and then My Hero Academia. Yep, yep. And obviously Cowboy Bebop is just so cool. We couldn't not do it. I mean, it's yeah. Iconic. It's, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's and obviously, the the, it's one of the best. Yeah, I think so. And I'm so glad we've recorded it. And then obviously the Pokemon theme. I mean, I've watched, I mean, I grew up watching Pokemon. So that's my, that's my anime sort of, yeah, Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z. I, I personally grew up watching and didn't know that they were anime. I just was watching things I liked, right? Yeah, um, same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then uh, the Pokemon theme is iconic as well. So that had to be in there. Um, originally, this EP was going to be a full album of like, 10 or 11 tracks so yeah there, there, there was going to be it's just we didn't have time unfortunately to record more so there would have been jojo's bizarre adventure attack on titan and some more that i'll keep under my hat because you know hopefully this ep does well and we can do best of anime volume two uh, hopefully that would go down well with people absolutely I hope so. yeah I have a song request. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. Here we go. Go on then. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not an opening though, unfortunately. Um, but I do have a, and people know we are One Piece fanboys. Um, and there is a song on One Piece, or it's more so of an, an OST. Uh, it's huh. called "Bet Your Life on It." Um, okay. I will send you the link, Sophie. It's just yeah. I don't know it. It's you know one. One Piece is one of those animes where once you know the story and everything, it's already emotional. But when the actual song starts playing, like honestly, it hits you, Sophie. It just okay, hits you. Okay, you've got like, to, yeah, um, you have to send And I wouldn't do in. it justice humming it, but yeah, I would definitely send it to you. It's it's, it's quite short as well. And again, maybe if you do an OST um, um, album, but 100%, like the way, and it's a string, um, 
um, um, a string like playing um, song yeah. or instrumental as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Like, dun, 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 dun. oh, mate. You, you, you know which one I'm talking about, right? You said you weren't going <laughs> to sing it, so. <laughs> he couldn't help it. He's passionate. He's passionate. But you know what I'm talking about, Solo. Exactly. Yeah, I know you want to talk about. Yeah, what you're talking about. <laughs> it's so emotional. But um, but yeah, in terms of an actual opening, um, I, I would say probably. But that's going to be nah. You guys are, are extremely extremely talented. So I would say, ooh, I would say Hajim no Ipo. Um, um, okay, I don't know this. I'll send you that as well. Again, yeah, it's 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 quite fast paced. But I would love to see you guys like. But that would be quite cool as well. But. Um, yeah, and again, by all means, do not play. I'm just throwing my 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 um my anime in there as a as a suggestion. But I think Bet on Your Life is an amazing, amazing, amazing OST or instrumental, as it were. Cool. Um, did I you did have, have any solo? I know I had a, well. I do have a question for you, Sophie. Um, earlier on, you mentioned that obviously you growing up, you weren't wide. You didn't. You weren't widely exposed to loads of anime obviously you mentioned obviously pokemon and dragon z you were exposed to but i wonder not just for yourself but the the whole ensemble how has playing and being playing all these songs from anime has that kind of raised any interest in getting involved in anime or watching any shows i'm just i'm just wondering how that influence has affected you all as well yeah, I think so. I mean, me personally, I yeah, I I've delved into watching some more more shows. Um, but I think for the others, you know, again, it just comes down to having time and things. Like for professional musicians, we're mm. always so so busy. Very and, true. Very true. And I, I don't know if if many people actually watch much TV, but I I, I love TV and I, I love films and I love everything. So for me, it's a bit more easy to think, oh yeah, I'm going to watch the whole of Cowboy Bebop now, or I'm going to watch whatever. Like One Piece, I've not started. So this is like I've this whole like I've got the whole world like it's dangerous for me because I get addicted very easily so I have to be really careful when I choose to start watching something um but I think you know mm. um we and uh, other music that we play from the sort of the realm of sort of anime I know it's different but the studio Ghibli music um you know we've all we've all seen those movies for example so that's you know that's something and we're performing um the music from from those films now which is amazing um but yeah i think i think we're inspired and we're definitely like it's piqued our interest some more than others but regardless the music um like when we were first given that program to perform at that first ever candlelight concert i mentioned it was like wow we'd never heard any, of any of them like we genuinely hadn't because yeah like the whole list i mean pokemon for example wasn't on there dragon ball Dragon Ball Mystical Adventure was there. So like from 1988, I think. Um, so I didn't know that. But then I was like, okay, well, it's Dragon Ball. So it's related. Um, so otherwise, we literally had to listen to all the music for the very first time. And then we played the sheet music that we were provided. And it was like, wow, these arrangements are just like insane. So fun to play. So difficult to play. And um, they're kind of difficult to, to make sound good. And we always, as an ensemble, try and make the songs that we're playing sound just as good and just the same as the original tracks, because that's the point. Like we're trying to recreate mm. them as if we're singing them or playing them as like in the band. Um, so hopefully we do it justice. But yeah, like definitely some of us are, are like, we, we would be big, big fans, I'm sure, if we had more time. But me personally, I can only speak for me right now. Um, yeah, I've got to be careful because I will get really, really into it. So there you go. No, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think it's um, another reason why I asked that question is because um, obviously a lot of the people that I'm, I'm, I'm close to, we've all, we all got into anime at the same time. So it's always really interesting to hear from people who maybe, maybe have grown up with it, but then they kind of didn't pay much attention to it and they're getting into it more as an adult and i'm always really interested in what that journey into anime looks like as an as an adult because you you don't have as many uh hang-ups or, <laughs> or or like that that kind of legacy of, of expectations so it's always really interesting when i hear people getting into anime a, a slightly slightly later um but no thank you for sharing appreciate that um, and speaking of like uh, just anime and so on and so forth, is there is there an anime that you would have loved to have scored 
um, an anime movie or anime series. I know you said um, perhaps maybe you haven't watched it, but maybe you've heard about it or maybe you really appreciate um, the level of complexity or maybe even simplicity of the actual song. Is there an anime perhaps you'd have loved to have scored? Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... Yeah, loving to and sort of doing justice or sort of being able, I mean, because everything that exists, I feel like is so perfect. Like all the music is so different. Like Tokyo Ghoul, for example, like the, that's one of the songs that mm. we would um, unravel is the song. That's one of the ones we perform. Oh, beautiful it's, song. It's yeah. so cool. And it's totally not my genre of music that I would listen to, you know, it's sort of like this heavy metal kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, but like, it's so perfect. So I, I can't imagine being able to write something that is like, that can top what's already like out there. Does that make sense? It's kind of like, I I, I don't think I, I don't know actually, because obviously as, as performers, we don't, I mean, unless we're into it, we're not necessarily composers. So like we wouldn't necessarily write our own music. Um, mm. So to be in a position of like scoring music for one of these amazing shows would be like, would it be amazing? But I, 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 it's like coming up with that kind of thing would be, it's like beyond my brain right now to think, but I think whatever <laughs> is out there right now is, is so perfect that I don't think I couldn't do any better do you know like imagine coming up with the cowboy bebop soundtrack it's I just I can't believe it I you know as in it's like <laughs> it's, it's, isn't it it's like genius so yeah, yeah. It, is, it is amazing yeah no I mean I I guess I was more so in in more so speaking from a theoretical standpoint like for instance I have no like uh musical in terms of playing instrument ability uh, got far as grade five on keyboard. <laughs> hey, but, that's uh, good. In in theory, out of <laughs> I would have loved to have scored. Um, I don't know, maybe a ghost in a shell, or even like maybe I don't know, um, a one piece. As just an example, like in terms yeah. of maybe creating something quite mel- melodic, or you know, just having that dream to do something. Um, but yeah, I I see what you mean. I think you you're right in that. It is a high, high bar, um, and the way that they, even the fact that they, how they come up with these different sounds and concepts and just different arrangements and so on and so forth is incredible a feat in itself. So, no, I, I, I totally hear it you is. on that. It is, and it's uh, like the the songs um, by Lisa. That's for some reason. I mean, me personally, we really mm. like. So obviously, cro- the, the Crossing Field and uh, Demon Slayer song that we've recorded are both Lisa songs, and. It's funny because like her songs, I mean, she's obviously, she's the same artist. The songs are really different, but also like they're kind of, there's a similarity between them as well. So um, yeah, it, it's kind of like, you know, I yeah, it's not the kind of question that you answered, but you asked, sorry, but you know, I would love to be someone like Lisa no, creating fine. songs like that. That's that's kind of my, more my style, I guess, if I were to be, someone that created music for anime. I, I really, really like Lisa's songs for sure. <laughs> no, no. And I think she's um, amazing. So um, I absolutely agree with you there. In terms of then, I guess, a quartet, if you had to create your own quartet using anime characters and feel free just to use the anime characters you know, is there any specific anime characters you would love in your quartet? <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a challenging one. I don't know. I feel like um, I'm I'm a really really big Demon Slayer fan. When I when I watched that, I think I had mm-hmm. COVID. I, I think it's yeah, like the the original COVID back in the day, like last year. Um, I <laughs> OG yeah, COVID. I watched <laughs> it. It was it was, and um, I watched Demon Slayer, and so Tanjiro, the main character, like I I was sort of I don't know if it yeah. was just being delirious with COVID, but I was like so emotional and crying and stuff thinking like how amazing he is and how kind and all these things so you know someone like him would yeah, be like yeah, fantastic yeah. you know no no absolutely i think um and obviously he knows how to wield like a weapon and so on. not not saying that it correlates but you know he has oh, good yeah. eye to, hand-to-eye coordination as it were so <laughs> you bring, um, you bring yeah, logic would, into it Ed. i love it all right okay <laughs> he would train hard he would train hard that's right yeah Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. No, no, that that that's fair enough. So, I guess what was the what was that? Um, you mentioned obviously Pokemon was difficult. What is the one that the group loves to play? I think you mentioned it was, was it Neon Genesis or was there? Is there anyone that if someone came up to you and say, "Hey, play me an anime song," what's your go-to anime song to play? 
Yeah, we we love uh, the Evangelion one. Like, I I don't know why. For some, it just feels like I mean, because I I wrote the arrangement to that. And it is beautiful. In, yeah, it's amazing. It's mm. it's so fun and like uplifting. And um, in the music, because I I wrote the arrangement for it. Um, I wrote like party time, like when it gets going. So after the, the slow bit that you sung in the intro, um, you know, it it gets a little upbeat and like party. So yeah, for me, you know, that's like. It brings so much joy to all of us for some reason when we play it. Um, but I think, yeah, like Cowboy Bebop, I mean, it's very difficult. So we're probably concentrating really hard when we when we play that for performance. But um, I think it, the style of it is so cool that like we really enjoy it. Like it's mm. it's so fun. You know, it's all of them. I mean, it's really hard to pick, isn't it? They, they are kind of, we, we probably know them all really well now. But I, I would say, yeah, Evangelion probably would be the, the number one. Um, yeah, and we've performed it so much as well in those concerts. So, yeah. yeah. It's a good one as well. I really like it. It's that a very one. good one. Yeah. Thank you. It's a very good one. So, when's the album coming out? Like the whole 24 um, track masterpiece? Is that, the, well, is that yeah. the goal? Is that the plan? It is. You know, the goal, you know, I'll tell you what the goal is. The absolute dream goal is mm-hmm. to go to Japan on tour and to perform this music and obviously Ooh. more it would be it, it's really really yeah. our dream like our collective dream and uh, we've already come up with a name for the tour which would be the japan anime tour and um <laughs> I, <laughs> nice. I feel like yeah i i can't take credit for that our viola player jordan came up with that japan anime. he just said it he was like japan anime. i was like oh yes that's it that's the name so yeah I've, I've got it in my in my heart in my brain for like you know dream manifesting and um, obviously we had to record some music to even begin to step towards that so that's hence the the birth of our first anime ep and we, we hope to do more i really i really mean it um as well as some more pop cover ones because you know we we love it all it's sort of there's not one that's sort of more fun for us i mean we literally love playing music together and so the fact that we we get to perform mm. and play any good music is you know we love it so yeah, a, a volume two of Best of Anime would be, I guess, down to you guys and, and how well this EP does and and the demand. Um, because you know that we'd love doing it regardless. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. No, go support, go support, that, go yeah. support. Show the love, show the yeah. love, show the love. Show the love, go listen. Um, on Spotify, these are Apple or music and audio platforms. So please go and support. Um, it's in, as, 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 like I mentioned, it is, I'm not just saying that... Um, we we came to you not having any expectations. You blew us away in the live performance. So when you said you had an EP out, I was like, "Yep, I'm um, I'm already on it. Let's get you on the show. Let's 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 talk about it." I listened to it before. Amazing. So uh, congrats to you and the team. Honestly, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing um, EP. Great songs. Um, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to if there is a Japan anime or how do you say it? I'm a, Japan I said anime. it wrong, but um. A, Japan Japanime tour by all <laughs> yeah. means. Hopefully it's it, hopefully it's live recorded and we can we'll have to have a look as well. Um in terms of next steps then you mentioned the goal. Is there are you performing anywhere um this year? Um 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 in terms of where people can come and watch you live? Yeah, well we've got we've got more concerts. Um we're really we're trying to plan a sort of album release concert kind of thing. We it's it's hard. It's hard when when you know we're a, an ensemble that's self-funded and um you know we we've we've applied for some mm. funding here and there. We would love to put on our very own concert where we can have, you know, the control of what we perform. Um but in terms of more best of anime candlelight concerts that you know where you guys came and saw us and we we we, we performed a lot of last year with the whole program of like I don't know I think like 18 anime openings we perform in that so that's you know Attack on Titans in it Tokyo Ghoul and so on and so on um we hope that there'll be more this summer we we don't have any dates yet but like I guess if people find us on Instagram at City String Ensemble we always like always always advertise when we're performing next but otherwise in the near future we've got some more pop cover style concerts like we're doing a Coldplay concert we're doing an Adele concert Justin Bieber is a new one um you know and we do a lot of Taylor Swift and (laughs) Disney songs and yeah it's really fun it's it's diverse isn't it it's diverse have you ever played an anime song in a I guess pop culture uh, just for kicks and then seeing the reactions or not necessarily 
Not yet. I would love to do that. I mean, you know, we are we are um, <laughs> we are booked to perform these concerts by Fever UK, like I said, and you know, we're so grateful for those for the amount of people we've 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 had the opportunity to perform in front of is insane for a group like us. I mean, it's like I said, mm. we felt like rock stars sometimes. So it feels like um, it feels like we're really near the time now where we will be able to have enough of a fan base to be able to put on our own concerts and really just like, can you imagine playing a mix? Of, of all these different kind of genres yeah. and, and music. It would be really cool, but I don't know if people would like that. I mean, would people want to hear, would the anime fans want to hear a Taylor Swift song? Maybe not, but maybe the way we play them, who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You never know, man. You yeah, can take me from American, American boy to cowboy bebop. And then doom, 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 remix. Just remix it. That's actually yeah, a good but idea. Thank you yeah. so much, Sophie, for coming. Yeah, you should definitely do it. I'll, um, sorry, I know there's a bit of a lag, so apologies. But yeah, you should definitely do it. So before we end, um, we'd like to do something called Super Quick Fire Round, which essentially um, is a um, it's just a quick quick game of uh, um, choices. So I'll ask you a question, and you choose whichever um, choice comes um, to your mind first. So for example, if I ask you Nintendo or PlayStation, you say mm-hmm. either um, which one you prefer most. So in that case, Nintendo or PlayStation, as a quick example, which one do you prefer? Um, PlayStation. Okay, fair enough. There you go. So that's how it's going to be. Um, whatever comes to your mind first, just go for it and we are going to go. So you ready? Yep, ready, ready. All right, perfect. So are you a morning or night person? Morning. Violin or viola? Oh, Violin. <laughs> instrumental or acapella? Instrumental. Smash Brothers or Mario Kart? Mario Kart. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Audiation or notations? Notations. Man- manga or anime? Anime. Goku or Vegeta? Goku. Pokemon or digital Digimon? Pokemon. Last anime film you watched? Hmm. Anime anime film or program is this? Oh, it can be program as well. Or you can feel free to pass. But yeah. Okay. No. Uh, okay. Well, film your name program. Mm-hmm. Cowboy okay, Bebop. Film. Perfect. Oh, K-pop both, or hip? Both choices great. By the way. <laughs> he just loved the way he just interrupted there. It's like, oh, um, K-pop <laughs> or hip-hop? Uh, hip-hop. Naruto or Bleach? Naruto. Ah, and then finally, what would you say to your younger self if she was listening today? I would say keep going for it. Just be as you are. And yeah, un- 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 uh, you know, unaltered from anyone else or anything external. Perfect. There you have it. Thank you so much, Sophie. Um, again, please plug where they can find you, listen to your music. Thank you. So, thank you both so much, Solo and Ed. Thank you so much. It's been really fun um, being on the Super Anime Podcast. So, yeah, um, the best, <laughs> thank you, thank you, the best thank of you. Anime EP, uh, yeah, Best of Anime EP is on all the music streaming platforms, anywhere you listen to music. But obviously, the main platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music. Just type us in City String Ensemble, and all of our EPs will come up. Or Best of Anime is there waiting for you guys. Um, we're on social media as well, of course. So um, Instagram and Facebook. City C I T Y String Ensemble, and uh, we're on YouTube as well. It'd be great to have some more subscribers there because uh, our upcoming anime music videos are going to be the best we've ever done. Again, this anime has inspired us to be the best we've ever done of anything, and uh, yeah, we're there looking we forward go. to sharing those so much. So that's it. Perfect. I think you cut out there a bit, but I'm sure that it will because um, it records on your end. It should be fine on our end, but. Okay. Going back to the the session. Thank you so 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 much. Honestly, um, again, I will I will hammer it down. The link to the best of anime um audio will be on our show notes. So please please go and have a listen. It is amazing. Um, we will definitely come and check you out again this um this year, Sophie, and the and the, and the team because you guys are amazing. I think just hearing you live again, 
Um, I might cry again. <laughs> Not joking, but oh. I might tear up again. But no, it was actually absolutely amazing. So keep up, like you mentioned, keep doing your thing. Keep going from strength to strength. You guys are awesome. Um, I'm sure Japan Ame is around the corner. So congrats again and thank you so much. And thank you also very much for listening. Until next week, take care. Thank you. Hey, Super Family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash superanimepodcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate, and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are and bye for now.